there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN. Welcome aboard. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. This show is brought to you by DraftKings. We were trying to connect for, uh, with Arash Marchese, who covers L.A. and Vegas sports, uh, get into some of the coaching stuff going on in the L.A. area. Uh, a little early in the morning here today, Pauly, as uh, Super Bowl exact as now, uh, becoming more and more popular every single year, and it depends on, again, how many outs you have, where you live, which books you might take a peek at globally compared to, like, legally. Um, some books have them all year long. Others out here in Las Vegas really don't until later on in the year. Circus had them up now for a while. But when you go back and look at the history overall of uh, one seeds making it to the Super Bowl, we got it last year with the Chiefs and the Eagles. The year before that, we had two four seeds in with the Rams and the Bengals. And, uh, again, with the new format, this is the fourth year where only the one seed gets the buy, so that's also going to be a different dimension to this as well. Down the road, this is very short-term that we're talking about, but um, it also, three years ago, we had the one-seed Chiefs against the five-seed Buccaneers, and the five-seed won that, and they killed uh, the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. But if you go back again, the, the, the previous time that we had two one-seeds was 2018. That was Philadelphia and New England. It also happened three consecutive years between Super Bowl 48 and Super Bowl 50. But there was a gap from the early 90s, when Dallas played Buffalo, both teams were the one seed. That was Super Bowl 28. We went from that year all the way to 2009, Super Bowl 44, when we had the Saints and the Colts. So 16 years where we never had two ones meet in the Super Bowl. And here at Circa, they had that prop up a while back. Who's going to win it? You get San Francisco and Baltimore, or the field. It opened up minus 115 each way. San Francisco and Baltimore, they were bet to a little bit higher than a buck 70 yesterday. The field got to plus 140 in that range before it came back a little bit yesterday. 
Niners have been so good this year, especially in their wins. Every blowout has been, every win has been by 10 plus. And the one time they didn't win by double digits, McVay kicked a field goal at the gun that game in Los Angeles. But this, between this time off, and I don't think there'll be a rust factor. And uh, Shanahan against Barry, I love that matchup for San Francisco. And we'll see what they can do and frustrate Jordan Love. I mean, you know, everything you said, this ridiculous touchdown to INT ratio the last nine weeks. He has plus money, not the no interception is plus 125. He's thrown one in nine games. <laughs> so this oh. is the runs. And I know what happened. You have to dismiss and throw out what happened in the Monday night game against the Giants. But the run he's on and not turning it over and, and carving up the Vikings and what he did against Chicago and, and also last week, an impressive run, getting his star players back too. But I just think the Niners are going to be too much here and should be able to do whatever they want offensively. The Again, that's the favorite, obviously. San Francisco over Baltimore is 4-1. to one. Baltimore over San Francisco is 5-1. to one. And if you're betting this stuff early in the season, like uh, we were getting on Twitter earlier yep. today from people who did this, back in September, that matchup was 180-1. to one. San Francisco over Baltimore. But again, when you go back, it looks, wow, how did I not bet 180 to 1? Well, remember what Baltimore, they were thought to be a player this year, but the AFC again. Oh, the injuries. At the very top was supposed to be completely loaded. Right. Or look at the division. Sure. The the last place team was Cincinnati. They had a winning record and they still lost Burrow. So there was a lot of love and hype for Baltimore coming in, but it's the easy way to say, I told you so now. But they also benefited from key injuries and two big quarterback injuries in their own division. And certainly what happened with Rodgers, that eliminated the Jets. And then you thought, well, you have to work. It still can happen, but Kansas City was a disappointment. They were a mess offensively. Buffalo was 6-6. Six and six. They were a big price just to make the playoffs. Right. And they get in here too. So it's been a wonky year for the AFC. Well, and remember, again, it all looks great now, but who had this kind of season pegged for Brock Purdy? I mean, to be this good. I, I know, again, yeah. the... Christmas night massacre happened against Baltimore, and he was horrendous, and that's how he lost the MVP. But there were still question marks. Again, that that prop, the um, ticket that sold on Prop Swap for what was it, one hundred twelve thousand dollars? Because the ticket paid two hundred thousand on him to win the MVP. We still had major question marks back in the summertime. Like, is he going to be healthy? He had to, he was yanked from the Eagles game because he was hurt. We didn't know if he was going to be ready for the season. Is it yep. going to be Sam Darnold? Reports out of camp at San Francisco said, I mean, one guy who's covered the Niners for like 30 years said he's, Darnold has a, his, his deep ball is as pretty as Montana's or Steve Young's. We're like, okay, knock it off. He's like, no, seriously. Um, but that, that was going on with San Francisco. And also Philadelphia was supposed to be a, ma- a machine this year again. That never played out. Right. And, you know, again, looks great now. But um, if we don't get the two one seeds overall and your your most chaotic scenario in terms of what Las Vegas would look like, that's possible to get Buffalo and Detroit out here, and that pays in the 20-to-1 uh, range or 25-to-1 range right now at DraftKings? Yep, 22 and 25-to-1, and then the world ends after the game. Absolutely. Not the, the, the crazy fan base is coming to town, and then to think one of these organizations, they're going to win a Super Bowl. And, and just what's going on in Detroit is awesome, and it's madness. That game Sunday night... You're talking highest-rated playoff game. The only thing that compares to it is a Super Bowl. And now it's the, the get-in price, highest-priced divisional round game ever. And I would love to see Detroit and San Francisco. 
I think the Niners will do whatever they want on offense, but that would be a fun game. They probably would. And that would be still be an awesome NFC title game. And, you know, too bad the Cowboys vomited on themselves. But there's so you, you mentioned you threw out the, the love angle and also Stroud. You, you're high on Stroud in terms of this game Saturday, how hot he's been at that they go in and could surprise Baltimore or keep it close. 250 to 1 to win the Super Bowl, still alive. Tampa, 225 to 1, still alive. Love, Stroud, the Lamar. Purdy angle, 1-2 in the MVP race. Mahomes, Allen, Baker going against Goff. Two guys, get out of here. Did you see this from Carolina? That when he was there, Baker was on the scout team and he was lying and got his hand in the dirt on one play and it looked like he's playing deep. What are they doing over there? There uh, People tweet there should be an investigation with this franchise. Carolina got rid of him. Cup of coffee with the Rams. Tampa reluctantly, okay, I guess we'll take you. You'll be our quarterback. Oh, they win the division. And now they have a chance to go to the NFC title game. But the, the tickets that are out here. And, and going back to, you you said, well, it's easy to say now. But to tie in the Super Bowl drafts, the blackjack drafts we had, the thinking was, if it's not San Francisco or Philly, I mean, th- those are the only teams that are going in the NFC. I no. don't want anybody else. No, I, there, was a, there was another thought, too. It was because what if one of those teams doesn't pan out and you have a total long shot come on board? And they could, you know, shock shock the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the time, Green, no, you're right. It was, but yeah, going in in August, yeah, it was, it was yeah. good point about Philadelphia. They were so hot. We had so many unknowns about Green Bay, and it kind of played out that way, right? Because we had a long stretch where Jordan Love yeah. was not working. I mean, if you could go back and play the season again with how he's played right now, that this team probably wins 13 games. The long shot angle was like a, a New Orleans or Atlanta, someone to win that bad based division. on the schedules. Not Tampa though. Because they went no. the 28th in that draft that we had in August. Uh, could you see both three seeds getting there? Could we get the Chiefs and the Lions? That, to me, is possible because you can't rule out the Chiefs. They can easily go to Buffalo right. and win this weekend. And then beyond that, it's they're going to be playing to get in the Super Bowl if that were to happen. And also, again, I, I, just, I can't rule out the Lions because the variance with this team... Like the ceiling here is super high because it needs to be pointed out that the head coach does a lot of weird things during games. Okay. So if they go for it five times against San Francisco on fourth down and they get it every single time, odds are they're going to have a really good chance to win that game. Mm -hmm. I don't want to see any of the uh, fake punt nonsense again at his own 28-yard line in the third quarter, but he's liable for that every other week, so who the hell knows if that's going to show up again. But I, I do think the angle here of not necessarily getting both one seeds would be in play. I mean, you can't you can't tell me that you're going to be stunned if Baltimore loses to either Buffalo or Kansas City in the AFC title game. How how would that be shocking at all? Right. It would not be for a second to me. If I rank them, I want Baltimore, San Francisco. I want the two big dogs, heavyweights going at it. That's how I I always want it in the NFL. But then you want the you would like to see Bills, Lions, San Francisco, Buffalo. Can't go wrong there. Could th- be a phenomenal game. Baltimore it didn't. It, Baltimore against uh, the Lions, even though it was a blowout the first time. But I, I just think that anything's everything's in play for Detroit in just terms of a crazy game, That's, high scoring because they can't stop anything yeah. either. See, I would personally, I don't want San Francisco Baltimore. I would rather see because again, with those two teams, you're not guaranteed of a good matchup. I, how does Detroit play in a bad football game? Like how how do they play in a game that's not entertaining? If Goff throws four INTs and that's it, it's a mm-hmm. disaster. I mean, they have the offense to score points on anybody and they don't have a good defense. 
I'd say the same thing about Green Bay. At this point, the stage of the game, how are they going to play in a game that's not like entertaining? Even though they blew out Dallas, that was still an entertaining game on Sunday. I got a kick out of it for three, maybe because I like watching Dallas go down like that. It's very hard. You did it. You did it earlier in the show, ranking the top eight, uh, the last eight quarterbacks that are remaining, ranking them. It's hard. Oh, it's an impossible. It is impossible yeah, task because it's also how, what are you looking at for characteristics and how do you want to rank them in terms of what's I mean, if you have to win one game. Right? You, we don't want to take Mahomes based on what he's done in his career. Right, and then you, how- you had the Purdy meltdown on Monday night. Baker Mayfield's been a great story, but you know, uh, Goff can implode. Mayfield can implode. And how much stock do you put into this year compared to previous right. playoff seasons? Stroud and Love are hot, but they're also 10-point dogs, and they're going against the two best defenses in the league. Yeah. So there's, there's a lot going on here about how you want to rank it. To me, in terms of fans and from a just like a super entertaining game, your scenario was the nuts. Buffalo and Detroit is crazy good. Yes. Out here, perfect conditions. I don't think those fans would wait until to fill up Las Vegas until like Wednesday or Thursday. I think they'd be out here as soon I as told, possible. Yes, yes. Like for eight so days. once in a lifetime. <laughs> once in a lifetime. That happens. Up next, we'll recap last night's betting action. A lot to get to in win some, lose some. That's coming up on Follow the Money. It's Visa, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to CallShe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Sports betting and win some, lose some. Good fun, great videos and tweets coming up. Favorites last night in hockey, eight and zero straight up, including the Edmonton Oilers who have won eleven in a row. Whew, what a turnaround! Incredible. They're playing great hockey. They covered the puck line as well. 
and they were losing in the third period. Favorites in the NBA went 3-0 straight up. The Winnipeg Jets do it again. Islanders had two goals early in the third period, but Winnipeg wins 4-2. 33 games in a row. They've held their opponent to three goals or fewer. The record's 44 by the Boston Bruins in the 1928-29 season. They've held opponents under their team total 21 in a row in regulation and 20 of 21 overall. 4-2 Jets. Come on. And you like betting on streaks, yet you went the other way. You, you pulled a Costanza yesterday and went the opposite. Yep. Bad move. Well, they had two early. You know, at 14, 15 minutes, they got another goal. Couldn't happen. Uh, lost. Yeah. All right. St. Louis, 15 and a half down to 11. Right side. Lost by five to Dayton. Syracuse money line plus 250. Beat Pitt. Penn State plus 250. Upset Wisconsin. Georgia plus 250. Beat South uh, Carolina. Georgia Tech plus 525. Beat Clemson. Philly. Denver. Over. 223 up to 233. Went over. It was 78-78 at halftime. Thunder Clippers over. 226 up to uh, 230. Uh, no, that was wrong. Uh, no good there. Subscribe. Be part of the team. VSEN.com. Our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these tweets and videos. This is good. The Clippers have their new arena coming, and they had the press conference yesterday. The Inuit Dome in Inglewood, they're going to host the 2026 All-Star Game. This is a great job by Bulmer. They unveiled the wall, what it's going to look like. And it's 51 uninterrupted rows of fans. You cannot cheer for the opposing team. You cannot wear opponent gear. Tickets can only be resold resold in the Clippers marketplace. A season on the wall ranges from 5K to 25K. It's, it's innovative. It's smart. They also say they can determine how long fans are standing up and who's cheering the loudest. And you get money off and discounts on memorabilia and merchandise. So bonuses if you're like a yeah. really good fan. But this is nuts where it's just, it's 51 uninterrupted rows and it's got to be all Clipper fans. Right. I so, can't wait to talk to a Mark. I gaze you about this. So think about this and the opposing team's going to be shooting in that direction when the uh, game is on the line. Uh-huh. They're trying to create basically a really strong college atmosphere in, in an NBA game. Yeah. I would ask why is this taking so long? Good point. Love the idea. Absolutely. How about this at the Indiana State game? We're on a nice run here. A guy did it for 100000 in a Lakers game. That was his actual shot. This guy has to make a putt from the full-length court from under the one basket to another. 10000 They nailed it right down yeah. the middle. In your face. A Tiger Woods couldn't even do that. Now, this is great. He, <laughs> yeah, right. He has to split it right down the middle for 10000 uh-huh. If it goes to the left or the right in one of those two holes, $100 gift card. <laughs> <laughs> Here's quite your cancellation price. Yeah. Sure, quite Set the difference. Steak knives. Uh-huh. Uh, right. Oh, God. I can't believe that. That's the second time in a week that's happened at a college venue. Set of steak knives. Good. Look at that. He nailed it. Now, how about this? The other day at the airport, someone was waiting to get on their flight. They won a million-dollar jackpot on a slot machine. What's What would you do? It also was phrased, what's the first thing you would do by Las Vegas locally? I mean, if you're, you don't even tell your wife. It's like, sorry, I missed my flight. I have to hang out. You're not getting out of flight. No, that's the you first thing. You just want a million dollars. The you're first staying. thing you do is you go, you're right there. So you talk, you go up to the gate and you say, I need uh, a flight tomorrow or the next day. I'm staying in Vegas for a couple of more days. 
That's the first thing that you do. And then you get on the phone to your... You're on such a high. Whatever you do for a living. Yeah, and you're right. like, and I, if they don't understand, then quit the job. Yeah, right. Right? They'll understand. If they don't, then the, the job's not for you. Absolutely. A lot of people said, well, you upgrade to first class. No, you don't get you're on not, the plane. You're not going to leave? Come on, yeah, what's wrong with you? Get on the plane? Absolutely. Play a little roulette. Syracuse pit over, 143 up to 148. That was no good. Lose some. Oh, this is bad. This was uh, lose some. The This guy thinks he's on the team. 502. How about this from the from the uh, Bills game? The guy went to the game dressed up as Josh Allen, like in, in full gear. Look at it. He's walking around in the parking lot. He's got the helmet on, the whole outfit in uniform. It's like just sitting like, well, it's so cold, I guess. You got the guy next to the camouflage. What war are you fighting in, buddy? But lo- look at Allen here where he's, he's walking. The guy's dressed as Josh Allen yeah. with everything on. Thinks he's on the team. This is phenomenal video. The, the guy can't believe it. The guy's sitting there in his house. Oh, a, is this a billy goat? It's a goat. A goat came in and fit through the doggy door, and the guy kept say, says over and over again, how did you do that? How did you get in there? That is built for my small puppy, my small dog that I have. And the other two goats are like, yeah, I, I'm with you. How did you get in there? And the goat's walking around the house. Look at these guys. It's like, how'd you do that? Are you kidding me? Did you look at how look does at he squeeze through? I can't believe. If you read up on it, apparently they can contort and do weird stuff with their bodies. Oh, I don't wow. know. But the goat fits through the small doggy door. The other two goats are like, I don't know what to make of it. Yeah, they're and like, the owner's like, that. how'd you do that? Yeah, did, did the goat watch the dog do this a couple times to know, like, that's the spot to go? Yeah. That's You're our right. sweet spot? Sure. How would he even know I could? Right, right. Yeah, uh, uh, that works. Good point. Look at him. That's phenomenal video. Andre will put that up later. At oh, Pauly, at Pauly it's also a little make. scary. Like, what can get into my house when I'm not paying uh, attention? Yeah, absolutely. No doubt about it. Joey Chestnut. He's been on the show many times. Professional leader. He's the best. But I didn't even know. I put under loose some. He set another record. He ate 15 bagels in eight minutes. I mean, I when I eat a bagel, number one, it takes a while. Number two, I have to put something on it and then have something with to drink sure. and wash it down. Sure. He knocked down 15 bagels in eight minutes. He has a little water. I don't see cream cheese. I don't see anything. Maybe he could dunk it in the water. I don't know. Now, I will fully admit that I could eat at uh, ludicrous speed. It's ridiculous. My plate or whatever is gone in 30 seconds sometimes. It takes me probably four, thinking about it right now, top of my head, it takes me at least four. It's so dry, and you got to chew it so often. How do you possibly put down one bagel in like a minute? He's doing one every 30 seconds. I know. So, well, when you look, when you Google his record, the list of all the records he has, competitive eating, it's how does he, how could he eat this? How could he, it's nuts. Yeah, that one I can't comprehend. Bad beats, here it is. King's money line. They were up 22 with eight minutes left. They were up 113.96 with five minutes left. From the eight-minute mark on, they were outscored 32 to eight. Suns won. You covered with the four, but the Suns won 119 to 117. Up 22 with eight minutes. Everything has to go wrong, and it, it did. By the way, in regulation. Yeah. So if you bet the Kings, the last thing on the planet that you wanted was overtime. Imagine uh-huh. losing that one ATS. No kidding. TCU plus three. You never want the dog in overtime since he got him by four in overtime. And the, but go back and up the Thunder Clipper game, 226 up to 230. Yeah. My mistake, 226, and that one. There were two unranked teams went off the favorite last night against ranked teams. They both won and covered. That was always a thing when I first moved out to Las Vegas. Yes. You, you had to know people. They're like, hey, pay attention to this angle. Cincinnati won and covered last night. They're unranked. 
and the other one was uh, K-State. They went out the favorite against Baylor. They won in overtime and yes, covered. Yes, yes. If you're looking for a betting edge through the playoffs, we have you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Access to the daily best bets with the leaderboard, who has the hot hand, the betting splits, the 24-7 video access. First 30 days, $9.99, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Sign up now. There was a third team last night as well, New Mexico. Unranked at home, lane five and a half or six to Utah State, ranked in the top 20, and New Mexico won 99 to 86, like you said. So um, to score 99 points, and they're good. They are. That's a great home court advantage, as we talked about yesterday, and that was an easy winner. TMZ and Pro Football Talk. Jim Ursay was found unresponsive and blue during a suspected overdose in early December. Paramedics saved his life. They brought him back. They gave him the shot, that drug that they give people when it's usually a suspected overdose. He hasn't been around the team since. This is the, he told Andrea Kramer in, in December, HBO, this is the, it already happened to him. He overdosed before and was brought back to life. He's been to rehab 15 times. That was blue. It's over, ball game. It already happened to him. They brought him back again. It's Pulp Fiction. Can the NFL step in here and force him to sell the team? Uh, I mean, there is something out here in Las Vegas like... Well, look how, look what it took for Sterling. Everyone knew he was uh, a racist and a lunatic, and you had to get the recording before they banned him for life. The, you, cannot be, you cannot own a casino if you have a history of drugs. That happened out here when the Sahara turned into the SLS... The guy who owns it, right. they That's realize, right. wait a second here, he's got a history here, he can't, he can't own this. Well, the gaming board told Trump to take a hike. Yeah. That's another one, not that Trump has a drug problem, you know what right, I'm right. saying about what, yeah. So that guy was forced to sell. Yeah. I mean, 15 times to rehab, second time he's OD. Yeah. I mean, what's going to help him at this point? Not much. Mercy. Up next, oh, this is great, Paul. I must remind you in the audience of the Kirk Cousins curse. DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs. New customers bet $5, get $200 instantly. No sweat, same game parlay every single day. Download the app, use code VEGAS. Also, will an octopus happen? Is up for every playoff game. 12 to 1, 13 to 1 for the four games. You get the touchdown and then the two-point conversion. DraftKings Sportsbook, code VEGAS. There you go. All okay. right, this is going to be fun. Okay, we'll have fun with this. Yeah, you're exactly right. Thanks to CKP Sports for sending me this on X. The Kirk Cousins curse. Oh, it is real and it is spectacular. No team has lost to Kirk Cousins and played in the Super Bowl the same year. No. Vikings 22. No. 49ers 17. No. Oh, that means it cannot happen this year, Paul. Oh, God. Of all the things, right? They go back and look. Never heard that one before. Yeah. Okay. Did not know that curse existed. All right. Well, he's been in the league a long time. Yeah, for sure. So that was, uh, it was a strange result. They were banged up and certainly ultimate what could have been season for the Vikings if they stayed healthy. Whew. Uh, Scary. Niners bets are dead. Sorry. Yep. I e- had to be the bearer of bad news. Eagles have their exit interviews today. Sirianni will meet with his players and then his coaches. Then he meets with the owner, Jeffrey Lurie, and Howie Roseman, the GM. Sal Pal on Friday. Can't wait. He has to make changes to his coaching staff. 
He has to work on his relationship with Hertz. I mentioned it several times yesterday. That ESPN.com article dropped day of the game. Hertz was asked if he was unhappy with the direction of the offense. He didn't deny it. <laughs> then there's problems with Sirianni. Lurie went into his exit interview with Doug Peterson after the 2020 season, expecting to keep him. He wasn't satisfied with Peterson's coordinator candidates. He then fired him. Sirianni better come heavy. He better have a good idea and list about who he's looking at with directions of who's the OC, the DC, specifically the DC. Now, people, Eagles fans chiming in, Frank Reich, uh, Ron Rivera, but this is you got to make the owner happy. Or it, it could be, <laughs> what have they done for me lately? Well, I don't care. You went to the Super Bowl. You're out, pal. We're also getting the same question from a bunch of people asking, reaching out. And that question is, what exactly does Sirianni do? Yeah, right. With the team. Right. Because you saw well, you saw how big Gannon and Steichen were. Not in charge of the offense. Not in charge of the defense. Is he the rah-rah guy? Is he supposed to make sure that Dom's on the sidelines every game? Mm-hmm. Get him his field pass? It is a circus. That guy was also involved as well and getting suspended and what happened. But he's also a weird guy, right? The, the bizarre press conference when he's introduced, he blew that. You're talking trash to the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Hurts has to come over and tell you to calm down. You know, he's screaming at the, in the playoff game against the Giants. I know what I'm bleeping doing. I got, you know, calling right. the timeout. And then you're 10-1, and one, and the wheels come off, and you got the stuff with A.J. Brown, and maybe you lost a locker room. And maybe, maybe it happened, maybe it didn't. But the fact that every guy is asked about it and has to come out, some guys defend you, and then the A.J. Brown stuff, it's a mess. Right. So that also, like, in terms of handicapping and down the stretch, we talked to the Booby Prize winner last week on the show. And good job by them because they were trying to win that award or that prize, which was $100,000 for the worst picks of the entire year here in Circa Millions. And we asked them about fading Philadelphia. And they're like, oh, we were eventually, uh, we were actually picking them every single week, thinking that they would be another loser. So, like, where does your brain go in terms of short-term lack of success compared to what the team was like early in the season, what they were last year? Because that completely flipped on a dime with this team. And I know it's easy to say now, we did bring it up last week, how, and plenty of people did, like, how are the Eagles favored? Didn't Peter King write about that in his column? Yeah. He's like, it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life in yeah, terms of gambling. The meltdown, yeah. That they're favored against Tampa Bay. He wrote about that, and then also the meltdown. I mean, it's only happened three times. You're 10-1, and one, and then you lose 4-5, or 5-6, five, five or and then 0-7 uh, and seven, eight, oh and seven ATS to close out. Yeah. Right. And I will say that typically right. once it catches on mainstream like that, it's yeah. going to go the opposite way. For example, well, everybody on well, SportsCenter picked the Buccaneers. Yeah. Every single team, every single person on that show picked them, and, and this they got is, there. And this is the one instance where you have to look at the former player, right? Aikman was great talking about how old they are, guys still on the team when I was around, also the body language like they didn't want to be there, and Peyton Manning was great too. It's just stubborn and stupidity to go empty every play that in, you're inviting the blitz, and they had no answer. It was horrendous. Yeah. You hit the one long shot to Smith. Other than that, you did nothing. And then, I, again, this is where I don't fault him. I, I'm not going to kill him for this. But other people are pointing out, twice you took points off the board, and it went against you. So it was just how they lost, how it ended, and they looked horrible well, again, on Monday night. Based on how the defense performed for two straight months, including that playoff game. Patricia thing was a bad move, they, too. They were not winning that game. No. I don't care what he no, did with horrible. the points. But, do you, I mean, the tackling on some of those long receptions for the Buccaneers, again, that's you're cut from your high school team if you play like that. That's right. how awful they were. 
So now, again... Well, All-time bad. Uh, I've I, never seen anything like it. No hyperbole. That was the worst display of tackling you're ever going to see and taking angles, bad angles, and running to into run each people other. down. They, they, again, they had Tampa, that too on the touchdown. Tampa had 157 yards after contact. It's, it's, it's a travesty what happened. Mm-hmm. All right, let's stay in that area. Bill Barnwell, ESPN, put up a poll. 60,000 views. Who's the starting quarterback for the Steelers next year, week one? 23% Justin Fields. 20% Kenny Pickett. 5% Mason Rudolph. What were you watching the last month? Somebody else, 51%. Yeah, somebody else has to be the favorite. I don't know. I mean, if Tomlin's going to come back and, uh, you know, play out his contract one year left, it cannot be with the two quarterbacks they had this year. I'm not even going to include Trubisky. It can't be Rudolph. It can't be Pickett. It's got to be somebody else. Concur. Now, this is where it gets wild. You mentioned the Cousins thing. The Viking fans are already up in arms. Don't even mention Russell Wilson. You know, maybe there's something where Cousins could go to Atlanta and that really, maybe that's out. Maybe that's why Belichick wants that as well. But who does Atlanta get? What happens there? What do the Bears do with Fields? But, you know, Russell Wilson, other quarterbacks could be out there. Some of these landing spots, this is where it's fascinating. So, wait, and wait. Then the offseason. So, Vikings, this is typical for any fan base, right? Pretty uh-huh, much. Right. Vikings fans don't want Kirk Cousins. They haven't wanted him for like three years now. We got to pay him a lot of money. That's one thing. Sure. Yeah. He only has one playoff win. They absolutely don't want Russell Wilson. Yeah. So, then what's their answer then? I don't know. Certainly, I mean, certainly not Mullins or Hall. Not Dobbs. I mean, you want to trade for Patrick Mahomes? Would that make him happy? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah. so I mean, like... But you, they're, they're more... And this is... But good point. And Paul Chartier, who's on tomorrow, K-Fan in Minneapolis. They've been doing this his entire tenure there, though. They, they're not fans of Cousins. That's what I'm and, saying. And it drives them nuts with the contract. Right. But what are the alternatives? Would, if you're going to... I don't blame you, but you want any part of Russell Wilson... Well, then who do you want? Would Kirk Cousins go to Atlanta and put up good numbers? Oh, yes. There's no doubt in my mind. Oh, absolutely. Like, I don't know how many wins they would have, but he he would have good numbers at the end of the year if he stayed healthy. Right. And just to think, you're going from Art Smith to Belichick? And then what also even, yeah. And then whoever the OC is going to be or the head coach, how to utilize those weapons and what they have? Robinson, Pitts, London. Oh, now, you brought something up off the air earlier today. Is this like thrown out there about a team potentially seeing if they can Reich as the OC, Rivera as the DC? Is that thrown? Is that well, kicked that's around? internet conjecture, yeah. And, it, you know, it's a wish list that fans make or also possible media guys of what they could do. Yeah. It went well the first time around for Reich in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the reason he got the Colts job. Well, and but, again, I, I will point this out as I always do, like just because you're a good coordinator doesn't mean you're going to be a good head coach. Yes. Some people were born to be really good coordinators, North and maybe term. that would be the case. Yeah, right. I wouldn't have yeah. a problem with that. Yeah. But that's that's very interesting that it's, well, I'll bring you back, but what's your game plan to turn this around, and who are you going to hire? The thing that, the, the most ridiculous stat you're ever going to see is how many screen passes the Eagles threw this year, which resulted in negative yardage on yeah. the year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're throwing 500 screen passes. It's like, you know, teams are watching your game film every they, week. They know it's coming. I mean, oh it's God. kind of predictable. Yeah. Will we have a coach or a team fill their head coaching opening by Friday at the end of the show? Yes. So Maybe that's, multiple. That's 48 hours and 20 minutes. Yeah. 
So tomorrow, you think, will we come in tomorrow and somebody's going to have a new head coach? By end, of, by end of business tomorrow, yes. Okay. Finally. Gets the ball over. Get the, you know, where does Belichick go? Where does Harbaugh go? And let's start. Let's, let's go. Get this going. If the Chargers allow this to linger with Harbaugh and cannot lock him down. Oh, it's bad. The, the longer it goes on, the less I like their chances. Yep. You fired him so early. And now if you can't pin him down and it's... It's the, you, you, oh, can you, you know, I, I asked some people here in town if they would rather have Antonio Pierce and Harbaugh. They gave me Antonio Pierce. And I thought they're out of their minds. Las Vegas fans? Oh, Raiders? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. I'm like, you don't want Harbaugh, who is a proven winner. You can't you can't ignore what he's done. He will turn what, wherever I, he goes into a winner. He will, but I know. But he has leverage. But this, I'm only, I'll take the job if I get J.J. McCarthy. Well, I don't I mean, know. I don't know about this now. I don't, I don't know if I'm buying that either. Okay. In pocket plays are coming next here and follow the money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The guy has an algorithm to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're right. All right. I'm in the penalty box. I've been telling you for six years, bet on streaks. Roulette. Sports. Highlanders team total over two and a half. Loser. Two. Winnipeg Jets. What a story. They had two with 15 minutes left. Couldn't get the other one home. So that's, and the streak goes on, and the beat goes on, and the beat goes on. How good is this, right? What a story. The winner, there are so many great stories in hockey. Edmonton 11 in a row. Florida playing great hockey. Bruins in first place. Winnipeg. San Jose's lost 15 to 16. 
Vancouver's in first place. By the way, isn't that funny? And like the coaching carousel in the NHL or the life expectancy of a coach with one team could be 18 months. Who the hell knows? I mean, uh, Vegas ran Gerard Gallant out of town and he took right. him, he took him yeah. to the Stanley Cup finals in, in their expansion year. So forget <laughs> about it. But when a team fires their coach in any sport, hello, like the Edmonton Oilers did a while back now, yep. are like, do they do this if they never made that move? That's funny you bring that up because they asked McDavid and others, did he lose the locker room? They said no. Uh. Well, there was clearly something wrong. Yeah. Tampa plus six. I'd love to see Detroit make a run. It's also a mini hedge. It's up to six and a half now. I think it's too many points, but I also have a big future on the Lions. Okay, all the new stuff. Every team to score a touchdown this weekend. Yes, minus $2. Let's get it again at one last week. Now, this is surprising. I like both of these. Will Jordan Love throw an interception? No. Plus 125. He's got one the last nine weeks. Will C.J. Stroud throw an interception? No. Plus 125. And we're back. Got a little bit of a lull here with the soccer. League one, Peterborough, Shrewsbury Town over two and a half. Apologize for the juice. Jimmy Crack Corn, let's just cash the ticket. 13 of the last 14 matches, Peterborough has gone over two and a half goals. It's our new Cheltenham Town. Let's go. Over two and a half Saturday, League One, Peterborough, Shrewsbury Town. All you can eat. All right, best of luck. Got a winner last night in college basketball. Went oh, to overtime. Yeah. Never in doubt. Okay, but they did go off as the favorite for what it's worth. I uh, got plus one and a half on the show yesterday. Beat Baylor in OT. That was a winner yesterday. And uh, as for tonight, I'm doing. I'm going to battle with the Jazz minus three and a half at home against the Warriors. Who knows? Could be the wrong time to step in here on the show with uh, Utah and bet them 16 and four at home. ATS best team in the NBA. They are uh, covering by 9.7 points per game at home. Warriors are a total mess right now. Do they get it right tonight? Maybe, uh, but I'll bet against yep. it and have done so with the, G- the Jazz minus three and a half. There you go. Well done. Start your morning with a daily dose of winning strategies, insider tips, and the latest buzz with the free VSIN daily newsletter. Any question you want about the website and the app, contact Bill 80. Get expert analysis and the latest odds delivered straight to your inbox absolutely free. VSIN.com slash newsletter to subscribe. Zach Lowe, Brian Winhorst, very good covering the NBA. Love them. Really like their podcast. Zach Lowe, also echoing your settlements. It's the end of a dynasty. It's over. Winhorst won't go that far. Saying, I've seen it before where teams can turn it around, even in January and February. We saw it last year with the Lakers, although they made some trades. It's just Thompson, it's over. Draymond Green's a mess. And uh, these all these picks haven't worked out. There's infighting as well. And, and again, the schedule has been a joke as far as it's been very easy. Still losing record. Okay, so I'm looking right now at updated odds, one sports book in Las Vegas to win the Western Conference. Are you ready to either laugh out loud or I don't know what the reaction is going to be here, to be honest, because I couldn't believe what I was looking at last night. This is last night. This is updated as we speak up to the second. Okay. To win the Western Conference, Nuggets plus 165. Lakers plus 350. (laughs) Warriors plus 375. Oh. Clippers plus 375. T-Wolves 5-1. Suns 6-1. OKC 9-1. Mavericks 15. Kings 17. Pelicans 18. What on earth is... Do they have a glitch in their system? 
the that worst. Sounds, that that's like from August. That's September. <laughs> well, then Maybe all, they haven't updated. I don't know what the problem is here. Well, but uh, this should be obvious to all, everybody in the audience. The worst imaginable bet that you could ever make, I think, in the history of this show right now would be the Lakers at plus 350, the Warriors plus 375 to win the Western Conference, either one of those. Those are... Golden State. uh, They might want to hit refresh on their system wherever they do that. Oh, wow. It reminds me of of a lot of uh, when Tiger Woods was involved, but you see these golf futures. Where like there are five guys that are like five or six to one yeah. to win a golf tournament at DraftKings, Golden State's three to one to make the playoffs. Oh, boy. and yeah, plus three seventy five right. in another book to we win talked, the West. Yeah, we talked about it Monday. We know the house rules and uh, have as many outs as possible. And I brought up the Aaron Jones prop that score three touchdowns. I saw eighteen to one. I saw fifty five to one. Good point. I mean, now, it's just... we did this oh. a couple of weeks ago. We're like drawing lines through teams in the Western Conference, right? Because we were making the case for the Thunder, the T-Wolves, the Clippers, and I was drawing lines through a bunch of these teams. Uh, one was Golden State. One was current state of the Lakers unless they make a move. Um, we brought up the Suns, and we said at the time they were not great, but we did not see enough of their big three, obviously. So we did not draw a line through the Phoenix Suns. We thought about it, but said we need a bigger sample size, obviously, because Beal was never playing and whatever. How dangerous do you think long-term this year the Suns are in the Western Conference as long as those three guys stay healthy? It's a big if. I'm throwing yeah. it out there, but... No depth. Depth has not been you, great. You saw what happened last year. Take out after the first round. It's such a condensed schedule. And if you're playing every other night then, yeah. and these guys are going to play so many minutes. I, I, I hate to say it, but I think the injury was coming with Durant. He's playing so many minutes, and he had to carry him while Beal was out. And you still see, you know, four or five back of the Clippers. We got to go to L.A. and do a show if the Clippers make the finals, especially if it's Clippers-Boston. Oh, that'd be great. Do the road trip. But I'm loving what I see from the Clippers. I know we both got futures on the T-Wolves. That's a great story. That's real. I mean, we're almost, uh, you know, we get to the deadline coming up, and then we get the all-star break. You come back, there's only like 20 games left. So imagine what that stretch of uh, sports would be like. Hell is going to freeze over. Yes. If if, if we get the tortured fan base Super Bowl, Bills Lions, and a couple of minutes later, the Clippers are playing in the NBA Finals. Something freaky is going to happen. We've been here before too. Clippers have choked in the playoffs, sure. and this team this team has all kinds of issues. And Paul George and Kawhi have to stay healthy. That's first thing first. But, but so to flip it, if you want to do the tortured fan base parlay this weekend, that would be Chiefs on the money line to beat the Bills, right? And the Buccaneers to beat the Lions outright. That pays up around plus six seventy. We'll call it the tortured fan base parlay. I hope it. I well. I hope they can win. I'd love to see it again. I've had Chiefs fatigue for so long. I we. I think that most of the country does now. Uh, but this would be just phenomenal if the Bills can do this, make a deep run. So I ranked the quarterbacks earlier. That's right. You said I was going to put Josh Allen too high. I had him third. Yep. Where would you have him? Remaining quarterbacks in the playoffs. God. I put my list together. I gave up. It's so hard. It's, it's I mean, very difficult. Because if you go based on this year and look at it like advanced stats, Brock Purdy's going to win everything. But also, I think going on EPA is just like, EPA stats for one year is, watch the games also, and EPA is, does, doesn't tell you the entire story. 
they're on a great streak and a nice run, but it's also been, you know, with the, using the running game, using Allen's legs and, get, and feeding Cook. And, and the silly turnovers continue to happen. He did not play well against Miami. That was 14-7 to seven in the fourth quarter. The I punt think, return changed the whole game. I think there's a chance they, good chance they lose that game without the punt return. Probably. Would you have, would you have Lamar Jackson over Josh Allen? Oh, God. We only have eight quarterbacks remaining. I know. I see so. the report. He's got a different look in his eye, and he's motivated and everything. What happened in 2019, I think I would. It's tough, though. But it, I, you can't get away from the turnovers and the interceptions and the dumb throws. That's a big reason that, why they were 6-6 six and six to start. Here's the tweet, by the way. Last three years, Lamar Jackson, ATS, is a favorite of seven or more points. Yep. One and nine, ATS. Yep. Well, Josh Allen was 0-9, uh, and they got the cover last week but i know that's 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 alarming but they also have a nasty defense if we get buffalo and baltimore to go to the super bowl which guy are you going to trust more in that game i'll go lamar at home at home because it's at home right now allen beat him on the road that he did not play well in that game lamar threw a pick six in that game and the bills won i loved baltimore in that game and allen beat him and outplayed him and allen has been awesome against kansas city uh, Who can been, forget he's you, been the Gabe Davis game? And what, yeah, I know. Yeah. But it's, it's a yep. tough call. But expect the unexpected, though. Maybe Stroud is Superman. Maybe Love does it again. Maybe Baker plays well against a bad Detroit defense. If you miss any of the show, you can search Follow the Money wherever you get your podcast. Good luck tonight. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.